0: Amen, amen. As we are staying, we can go to the word of the Lord. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Amen. Verse, starting verse 1. The Bible says that, Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. And he answered and said unto them, Why do ye also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and thy mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, whosoever shall say to his father, Mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me. And honor not his father or mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition, ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Amen. I want to talk to us tonight about uh, inwardly, looking inwardly. Amen. If you want to shake a few hands as you're seated tonight. Man, one of the one of the biggest uh, killers uh, is heart disease in the United States. Uh, they estimate over six hundred thousand people die every single year from uh, heart disease, heart disease uh, related issues. Uh, one of the leading causes of death for both men and women. But more than half of the deaths due to heart disease uh, are are in men. Uh, so coronary heart disease is a common type of heart disease, killing over three hundred and seventy thousand people every single year. And about every year, seven hundred and thirty-five thousand Americans have a heart attack. And of these two, uh, of these five hundred and twenty-five thousand are their first heart attack. Over half a million people have a heart attack a year, and it's their first one. And uh, 210,000 people have already had one, and they are having another one. And so in the United States, somebody has a heart attack every 40 seconds, every 40 seconds. Uh, each minute, more than one person in the U.S. dies from heart disease-related events. Every single minute, somebody dies. So obviously, heart disease is a serious problem—not just to our life and our our health, but also to our families as well. I know it may physically impact only one person, but its its arms far go far-reaching beyond. That one person, because uh, it affects the family as well. Uh, especially if somebody suffers and dies from it, uh, their family is greatly impacted by that. And and we aren't around to see the effects uh, that heart disease has on those. If if you have if somebody dies of it, obviously they're not around anymore to see what effect it has on their families, but it definitely has a serious effect on everybody. And so the dangers about heart disease is that while everything may be fine outwardly, you may look the best you've ever looked, and you may feel the best you've ever felt, but that doesn't mean that there's something wrong on the inside. Seventy percent of people who had heart attacks never had one before, and then all of a sudden it just happens, but their first attack, and it probably, it comes unexpectedly, it just shows up, and it takes you down, while everything may have looked fine on the outside, there's something on the inside internally was working, uh, and it came to that point where it finally made itself known. Uh, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, some of the leading causes of heart attacks, and even those can be put through uh, some uh, some sort of filter, if you will, of of medication that can control those things. Uh, but uh, is that really fixing the problem, or does that really just put a band-aid on it? right? That's the way. Uh, Western medicine is, is it's just, it's, it's crazy. A few years ago, I went to, a uh, a doctor, uh, cause I, I would have trouble just tasting things. This was before COVID. So, uh, don't got to worry about that. When they said, you don't, you don't taste anything with COVID. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I, I'm already there. Uh, so, you know, just my, my sinuses or whatever would, would flare inflammation, Uh, And so they look at her, whatever, and said it got sinusitis or something, inflammation of your sinuses, which makes sense. Uh, And and so uh, their remedy for that was uh, me to go have a surgery. and Basically, they just drill drill your sinuses, make them wider, right? Uh, $250,000 for them just to take a Dremel tool and just open up my sinuses. Well, but really, is that, is that really what's, what's uh, going to fix the problem? I mean, obviously, that, that's going to fix something. But, I mean, what kind of what other problems are I going to have if, uh, if all of a sudden my sinus cavity is three times wider than it should be? <laughs> right? But that's, that was their solution. I called them back and I told them I can have somebody punch me in the face and break my nose a lot cheaper than $250,000 if that's all it's going to take. Can get that done for free, uh, but that that was the solution. Is we're just going to drill it, drill it wider. Uh, but even if that were to happen, is that really going to fix the problem? No. What's the problem? What's there's something on the inside that's really at the problem, and it you know turns out if you really want to, you can you can probably figure your own solution out by yourself. Uh, But it it, it turns out, obviously, if there's inflammation, there's, uh, you know, you're some kind of uh, maybe an allergic to something, an allergy, and uh, I think I've narrowed it down, maybe I have a a, a lactose allergy or a gluten allergy, I don't know what it is, I haven't, that's kind of where I've stopped, uh, because really trying to figure that out, then you're cutting things out out of your diet to figure it out, but I do know that it is, it is related to things that I eat, as everything, uh, a lot of things can be traced back to what we eat, uh, because if I go on a fast for a couple of days and I don't eat any food, all of a sudden I can breathe and smell and, and taste everything. My sinuses are super clear. So what's the point of drilling it, uh, making it wider, if, if, if it's the problem is something in my diet? But that, that seems a little bit... Too much common sense. Well, let's instead of instead of trying to figure out what is the cause of it, let's just drill it open and, and then you know send you on your way, right? Uh, so that's that's a Western medicine in a nutshell. It uh, just t- try to fix a band aid on a solution without really figuring out why you really have the issue uh, on the inside. And so while things may appear good on the outside, we got to make sure that we're looking on inwardly. To making sure that we're, we're watching for uh, conditions or flags or, or things that pop up or show themselves inwardly uh, while uh, instead of focusing so much on the outwardly. If we can cram it, everything through a filter uh, when the tests come, and it, it's going to pass the test. But is it really fixing the problem? Um, with what do... Uh, we can, we can do that today with modern medicine as we all, there's medications for everything, a pill for anything and everything that can help you pass the test, but is it really fixing the problem or are you just passing the test while inwardly things still uh, aren't improved uh, at all? Filters, uh, filtered results does not mean uh, the inward source is cleaned up. It just means it's passed through a filter. Uh, you can have the dirtiest water, and as long as you got a good filter, it'll, it'll, it'll clean it up, and you can have good water on the other side. But if, if, the, if the desire is to always have clean, pure water, uh, obviously, you, you, you filter it, but you want to get to the point where you don't need a filter, right? That's, that's ultimately the best thing, where I don't need a filter— I got a pure source, uh, a clean source that is flowing freely without any kind of filters. Uh, we use filters all throughout our daily lives. The conditioned air that we breathe passes through a filter before it comes into our lungs. and if And if you don't uh, clean your uh, replace your filter at home, it's not doing uh, the best job to clean the air. To collect all the, the dust, the allergens, pollen, and all those things can be filtered out. And they need to be changed frequently. And, and so we as apostolic believers, we live in a filthy world, a, a world that is running rampant of sin and unrighteousness everywhere. And we can't we can't control the source of what goes on out there, but we can at least. Run them through our, the Holy Ghost, our apostolic filter, before letting them into our minds and then into our lives and into our homes. Uh, we should be doing this with anything and everything we watch or ingest or put before our eyes because uh, Jesus said the eye is really the gateway to uh, uh, the internal. And so uh, we need to make sure that we are checking our filters, our, our natural filters and our spiritual filters because whatever we put into our, uh, in our lives or in our home is going to have an impact internally at some point. It may not look, uh, it may not have an impact right away, uh, but that doesn't mean it's at work on the inside, doing something. Uh, And so not only do we have to filter what comes into our lives, but we also need to filter what comes out of our lives. We should be filtering our actions, our words, our thoughts. Um, As Paul says that we, we cast down every imagination, every high thing. That has exalted itself against the knowledge of God is to be brought down, and every thought uh, taken captive to the obedience of Christ. That is put in your thoughts and your minds through the filter of the Holy Ghost. Because not we don't let what we shouldn't let one single thought come out uh, without it passing through uh, the Word of God, the mind of Christ, and the Holy Ghost. Because uh, we need to make sure that we are filtering things inwardly and outwardly. In our lives through the Holy Ghost. And that's one of the the gifts of the Holy Ghost uh, to be a power, to be a witness, and to live above reproach and uh, above sin and uh, to stand apart from this world. But uh, that is the filter that we have. But sometimes things may slip through the filter, right? They didn't pass, uh, it didn't pass through God's filter. We rerouted that thought rerouted that sentence or words, and uh, we were just going to say it anyways, even though we maybe, uh, we, we probably knew it probably wasn't a good thing, we just wanted to say it, right, or do it, uh, and things, uh, uh, we've all said things we should have never said, done things we shouldn't have done, um, there are, we've all been there, and we, we should have controlled our tongue, should have uh, left those things unsaid and undone. Uh, we're all guilty of letting things get through our filters, but uh, we want to get. Uh, we wish we could take some of those things back, right? But we we chose to say it anyways, do it anyways. Um, we we understand that with uh, with, with raising kids, we got to be careful what we say around our kids because their minds are sponges, and uh, and if everything is uh, on the up and up, then we shouldn't have to worry too much. But we still have to uh, be careful uh, how uh, we are around kids and around others. Uh, I, I know we're we're talking about going beyond this year and, and going beyond where we're normally at, where we're comfortable, beyond these walls and into the uh, into the city and. Uh, Tonight, just kind of a checkpoint that, as much as we may be focused on the outwardly trying to reach and do things, we also need to, every now and again, take a take a pause and and say, let me let me take my blood pressure, right? Let me let me get my my check up and and let's check on the inside just to make sure everything's going well uh, on the inside, uh, because everything can be appear to go well on the outside, but that doesn't mean things are happening on the inside, uh, and so you've heard, uh, you've heard the, the saying, and maybe you've experienced this live in your life where uh, maybe your, your child says, you know, I'm sitting down, but I'm standing up on the inside, right, uh, maybe we've said that at some point of our life, while the outside is, is in compliance and doing everything, that doesn't mean the inside is, is with it as well, right? And what's most important is not the outside, it's the inside. Uh, and so we can, we can look the part, we can do everything right, we can check off all the boxes uh, and, 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 and put on a good show, but that's ultimately not is what is most important. Uh, what God is looking at is on the inwardly, right? What's on the inside, how our heart is, the condition of our heart. We can dress the part, but we can have a bad attitude inside, right? Uh, You can shake somebody's hand and smile at them, but uh, inwardly or in your mind, you can say things that they'll never hear, right? And so while everything may go on on the outside perfectly and checked off, uh, what matters most is on the inwardly. Uh, And so we need to make sure that we're as we're 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 breaking free, going out, going beyond where we are uh, so we can get so focused on uh, on moving on the outside. But we also need to pause and say, uh, I got to check my inwardly, check my heart and my attitude inside, because this is what ultimately is going to matter most. And and what's on the inside ultimately is going to make its way out. Right. Right. We can't hide on the inside because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Uh, and so, and we know that uh, communication is seventy percent is nonverbal. So uh, you can you can say the right things, uh, but you can still project a bad attitude, right? You can still project a, a, a bad look at somebody without even saying a word. You, gotta, you got the best filter on your mouth, but that doesn't filter out your face or filter out your attitude or your spirit because those things go out too as well. And the, the, you can feel those things, right? You don't have to say anything. You can feel that in the room uh, with that person that, hey, something's just not right here. Uh, even though they may look the part, they may have a skirt down to their knees and and uh, a tuxedo on. On, that doesn't mean everything's right on the inside, right? Uh, and so we got we to gotta pause every now and again to take our blood pressure and say, how am I doing on the inside? Because that's what matters most. That sends the biggest and the greatest message is what's on the inside. I'd hate to, to do all of this and, and, and reach out and, and make such an impact in, in our community and all those things, but yet something on the inside uh, can can re- easily ruin something right uh, and, and so uh, technology nowadays you got the, the smart watches and all these things they can take your blood pressure and all those things and, and they let you know hey your blood pressure is elevated or mon- heart monitors all these things uh, while things may appear fine on the outside uh, we got to make sure that uh, we, we check our hearts and check our minds uh, because uh, nobody else can do that except that's our job, right? We're to work out our own salvation. That that includes our attitudes, our minds, our imaginations, our uh, our our, uh, our thoughts. All of those things we have to make sure that we are checking those and keeping those into subjection and obedience to the Word of God, because. Uh, it's easy, we can easily get caught up on the outside saying, well, they, they need to straighten up, or, 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 or she's not doing right, or he's not doing right, or all these things. We can easily focus on the outside and, and, and notice everybody else's problem, but, but who's going who's gonna to work on our problem, right? Right? Who's going to work inwardly in my life and in your life? The only person uh, that uh, can do that is you. And we have, to, we have to really work at that to say, now it's time for me to look in the mirror and start making notes uh, at, at my, my state and my condition. That's what we, uh, we, we see here with our text with the Jesus is with the, the scribes and the Pharisees. And uh, Jesus, that's one of the reasons that Jesus uh, didn't like them is because they were focused so much outwardly that inwardly it was filthy. As he tells them in uh, um, Luke eleven thirty nine. And the Lord said to them, now, do ye Pharisees make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but your inward part is full of ravening and wickedness. And so this was... Uh, This was definitely a backhanded compliment nonetheless, but it tells us that Jesus is more concerned about uh, the condition of our heart and how we are inwardly uh, than the way we appear on the outside, right? I know that we can get caught up. Uh, wanting to check off all kinds of boxes and and, and making sure everything is right. But uh, the best thing that you and I can do is that we are checking ourselves and our minds and our spirit every single day uh, because we know how bad we are really without God right? And who are we to start pointing fingers at other people, how messed up they are? We're, we're just as bad. We, we're th- we just have the grace of God. We've got the Holy Ghost, thankfully, but you know how, how you were without the Holy Ghost, uh, and there's no difference between us and them except the Holy Ghost. We Thankfully, we've encountered that and been born again of the water and of the Spirit, but uh, that has changed us. Uh, from the inside out and ultimately that is what is most important that's what God wants to do because if he can get your heart if he can get the inside everything else is going to work out right Uh, but so many people so often do uh, everybody focus on the outwardly and we got to line up everything on the outwardly to get all that right and check all the boxes but inwardly uh, everything's a mess uh, we can see that with the Old Testament and the, the nation of Israel, how all the laws that they had, and they would make sure that they crossed all those things off. Uh, but we know that the, the law was a taskmaster. It was supposed to be a teacher. Uh, it was supposed to be a teacher to, to teach them uh, about their heart. It really, what, what most important is their heart. And so just checking boxes doesn't mean... Everything is good on the inside. Uh, and, and so uh, Matthew 15 and 17 says, Do ye not uh, yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth through the belly, and that is cast out and then draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashing hands defileth not a man. They were so concerned and so focused that uh, they weren't, the disciples were not washing their hands before eating. I mean, can you imagine the, the that kind of food police, right? I mean, you saw how bad it got with COVID and uh, mask or no mask and sanitize, hand sanitizer or not, and all this spraying you down and hose you down. Uh, that, that, there's not much change because the Pharisees were watching they didn't wash your hands. Uh, all the while Jesus just did a, did a scan on the Pharisees and realized, hey, they may have clean hands, but they got a filthy heart. They got a bad spirit. They got a bad attitude. They're more filthy than the the dirty hands of the disciples. And that's what Jesus was trying to get to their minds that, hey, uh, you can have clean hands, but you can have a filthy heart. And if you've got a filthy heart, eventually that filth is going to make its way out uh, and and everyone will really see uh, who we really are. Uh, And so that's why we have to focus inwardly and making sure that is clean it's always It's always comical when uh, maybe this happens to you as well, but uh, you get around people or uh, it's it it probably happens more frequently when uh, when I'm talking with people and they find out I'm a pastor and then all of a sudden they're, they're trying to clean up their language, right? You know, and they're oh sorry, that slipped. Well, it didn't slip because it's you don't have a filter on. And to try to put a filter on when somebody else is around and you're not normally doing a fil- having a filter, uh, it just goes. And it, it's it, it's it, it's it. I say it's funny, but it's really not. But when people will just when they curse, and they don't even realize it. You know, uh, that's how you know uh, that's a condition of the inside. The inwardly is pretty dirty if if they don't even realize they're cursing. They'll apologize for the first one they say. But they don't realize how many more they're saying after that, and they're not apologizing. So that's how bad you know there really is. Uh, and so that's where um, we got to make sure that we ourselves as witnesses, as examples of God, uh, that we are focusing uh, more on the inside uh, than we are trying to line everything up on the outside. Because uh, uh, if it's just the outside, then who's checking the inside, right? Uh, we can, you can get together and you can uh, all, all dressed apart and, and, and with smiles, but you can still cut somebody down, right? Uh, you can cut somebody down with a smile, and that just showing that uh, how inwardly uh, our status really is. Uh, and understanding that uh, as, as much as we are drawn to the natural, the outside, uh, how people look or act. Uh, God is most importantly focused on our heart and the inwardly. And, and so we got to make sure that we are reaching for the loss and, and reaching for this world and doing what God is, is trying to do, but also not to get so ahead of ourselves that it's been a while since we did a, we did a blood blood pressure check on ourselves, right? a, a, spiritual, uh, a spiritual examination. Of our heart, and we should be doing that frequently, right? If not daily, because uh, where where are we going? We're not promised tomorrow. We got to make sure we're prepared today, right? God, search my heart. If there's anything in my life in my mind that is unpleasing to you, uh, we got to get that out of our heart, right? Because we're not promised tomorrow, and we got to make sure our heart is clean today and our attitude is clean today, because a rapture can still happen today, right? And we got to make sure that we are ready to that. And so it all, it all comes down to uh, really repentance. And the only one that can repent for you is you. And if we're not looking at the mirror and saying, man, I'm, I'm, I, I'm really a mess, then, then we're going to continue on the way that we are. It has to take some self-examination. It has to take some swallowing of our pride that, hey, uh, we're not, we don't get too far ahead and we don't get better than anybody else. We're only great uh, by the grace of God and his righteousness and we can't go too far from that because without that, we're nothing. We're just sinners saved by grace and and we need to hold close to the grace of God and stay close to that because without that, we are, we are nothing. Uh, When when Samuel went to go uh, anoint uh, the next king of Israel, he looked at uh, Jesse's first son, Eliab, and said, this is the man, he fits the part, he looks the part, but God says, nope, he is not the chosen one because while the outside may look the part inwardly, he doesn't fit inwardly he's missing a lot of check boxes, uh, he's missing a lot of things on the inside, so you need to go ahead and pass on him, and keep passing, and so, and so it was that the, the one who, who didn't look the part outwardly, inwardly he actually fit the part. And, and, and it was David, the, the little runt boy, the shepherd boy, that nobody cared about, who didn't care, was cast off to the side, didn't even get invited to come here to be in the house with everybody else. That's how much they didn't care about him. Uh, but uh, inwardly, he had a heart after God's own heart. And so that's God, why God said, that's the one right there. Uh, he's the one that I want because inwardly, uh, I can work with the outside. If I got his heart in my hands... Everything is going to work out, so with inwardly we got to make sure that we are working on uh because outwardly uh we can easily fall prey to uh the appearances of things um, but we look ahead we know david's David was chosen because of his heart because of what was inwardly, uh but we know he wasn't still wasn't a perfect. Perfect man, he still had his flaws, and he when he fell, he had some big falls. Uh, and so, how can he have a good heart when he did this and that? It it comes down to repentance because repentance takes place inwardly, right? Even though we may have a physical altar and we may physically kneel down, uh, inwardly that's where repentance really takes place. When Saul was confronted with his sins and his mistakes. What did Saul do? He made excuses. It wasn't his fault, and they deserve they deserve this or that. Or that. Uh, but when David was confronted with his mistakes, what did he do? He broke down and, and cried out for God for repentance. That's how you tell uh, the condition of the inward the inward man is when when we're approached with something. Uh, that we, we would fall in, in, in repentance and contrition and asking God to uh, rid this out of our heart, get this condition out of our life so that we can please the Lord uh, and go on and, and do his will. Uh, and so when uh, that's how you can tell the spiritual condition of our own heart is when something is done to us, what does our heart do? Does our heart devise plans to get to get back at them? Do we get mad at them and, and not talk to them for six weeks? Uh, do we just have dirty looks at them every time we see them or uh or does the inward part says, "I forgive them, even though they've sinned or they, they've crossed me or, or hurt me or done these things? Uh, what is our inward response? Uh, and, and that can give us a good reading of, of our spiritual heart condition, what our blood pressure, or what our spiritual blood pressure is, uh, is when we are wronged or somebody does or says something to us that, that crosses us. When, when we uh, do something against somebody else and you are confronted, do, do we make mistakes or do we beg and ask them for forgiveness? Right. Are we a Saul or we are David? Are we asking God and and, and getting broken before the situation or are we like Saul where we make excuses or and try to try to uh, avoid uh, responsibility for anything? Those are good indicators of 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 the status of where we are inwardly. And that is what is most important uh, is is how we are inwardly because that's going to make itself known one day amen musicians if you would come if we're not careful we can fall into the routine where we can come here we can put on our our Pentecostal filters because we know what to do we we know what we should say we know how we should act and uh we don't want to, anybody to think that we have a spiritual heart disease right it can easily be uh covered up and Uh, the hour and a half, a few hours that we meet here weekly, uh, and we can still, we can run the aisles, we can dance up and down, but we could still walk out of here with a spiritual heart condition. We can fool each other. We can fool people with our filters, but we're not gonna fill, we're not gonna fool God. He sees our heart. He sees the true condition of where we are and what exactly that we need. And He wants us working on our heart to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. That's what David said, and that's what you and I should be saying every single day. God, take this old heart. It, it's got corrupted from this old world, and uh, give me a new heart that is formed and fashioned and created after righteousness so that I can please you Lord because ultimately that's what the only person the only audience we should have is to please the Lord and what's going to please the Lord is us asking God to clean our heart and to clean us inwardly and to make us uh, clean on the inside and ultimately on the outside as well if you stand with me tonight Solomon was the wisest man to ever live. And at least at one point in his life, he said this, Proverbs 4.23, he said, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's, it's, it's sad to hear the words of the wisest man. To pen such powerful words. But yet we can see that ultimately he not did not even heed to his own words. Right? The end of his life was not a reflection of the beginning of his life and walk with God. Uh, above all else, above everything else... No matter else, no matter what else you get right, you need to get this one thing right. You need to guard your heart. Uh, as much as we try to guard our, our our tongue, we need to make sure that we are guarding our heart because everything flows out from our heart. Just a little bit of it comes out of our mouth. But ultimately, everything, who we are as a person, who are what our spirit is, what our condition is, what our attitude is, Uh, all of those things ultimately come from our heart. And if our heart is not clean and if our heart is not pure, uh, ultimately, eventually, it will make its way out. And as as much as God wants to do with us and, and, and take us and to do things, go beyond all these things, uh, every now and again, we need to make sure that we are checking ourselves, that we're still on the right path and, and still got a right attitude and we're still forgiving and we're still loving and we're still encouraging one another and lifting one another up and preferring them because uh, if this is the only thing you, you, you get from me is to guard your heart because your heart determines the direction of your life. You, you, you live from your heart. You love from your heart. You parent from your heart. You, you manage your money from your heart. You conduct your relationships from your heart. Your words and your actions and your attitudes, they all flow out of our hearts, so we need to make sure that we are checking our hearts constantly. What's going on in my heart? What's going on in your heart? Uh, What things do I maybe need to root out of my heart that are are planting seeds of bitterness or anger or or, or jealousy or or envy? These little things can easily get into our heart. They may not have a a drastic uh, effect Right away, but one day they can show themselves, and they can take somebody down, can't they? Just like a heart attack, just shows up out of nowhere, can drop somebody. Uh, these these seeds that are uh, uh, of of the flesh and of the world can easily be buried and hid away. But if we're they're not dealt with, they will ultimately come out uh, at some point. Is everything in my heart okay? Is there anything any anger in there or? or or seeds of bitterness, or guilt, greed, or jealousy, any of these things, is there someone that you resent because they uh, have done this to you, or said something to you, or maybe there's more successful or you're envious all of these things can uh, have an impact on our heart even though that we are filled with the Holy Ghost and we're we're the children of God does not make us exempt from heart disease and heart conditions because if we're not guarding our heart things can easily slip in and, and, and begin to do uh, set roots and things in our life and so if our heart is clean and pure then we're not going to need any filters that we're going to have true love and unconditional love flow out of us that's that's the love that God has for us and we should be showing that to others Uh, and so God is concerned not concerned about our filters he's concerned about our hearts because ultimately if things are right with God we don't need to filter anything right everything can freely flow out of our bellies will flow rivers of living water we don't need anything blocking what God is trying to do uh, we need to be free flowing in the sp- spirit and the presence of God. And that, that means that you and I have to also check inwardly. Everything on the outside may look like it's fine. But let's all check on the inside. Amen. every now and again, let's take our spiritual blood pressure and say, God, search me, Lord. Is there anything in me that you are unpleased with? How often do we ask that? How often are we are, are we truthful and genuine with God? Say, God, search me and, and, and show me these things that are unpleasing to you because ultimately we want to please the Lord. Amen. Let's worship the Lord. Let's close our eyes. Let's ask God to search us. God, as we going on embarking on this journey this year, God, we're excited for what you have in store, but we also got to make sure that we are right on the inside that we don't trip ourselves up, that we don't become a hindrance to someone or something, God. Help us, Lord. Let's worship the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Search us, God. Thank you, Lord. Lord God to desire you Lord most of all Lord that you would search us God help cleanse us Lord every single day Lord that we need to walk closely with you Lord that stay clean and pure God hallelujah that you can use us to the utmost God hallelujah hallelujah as as Taylor mentioned, that prayer need, who, he just found out he had stage stage four cancer. And as obviously, you know, stage four is the worst. What happened to stage one, two, three, four, right? You don't want to find out when you're in stage four. You want to find out before stage one. Uh, and I know, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's impossible to just to go to the doctor every month and check every month and God, you know, all these things. But spiritually, we can do that. Spiritually, every day we can go to the doctor, and we got to ask him, God, take, take my, take my uh, blood pressure, check my all my vitals, uh, because we too can have a stage four spiritual heart disease if we've never asked God to search us, right? Uh, and so ultimately, spiritually, we can do that every single day, amen, so that inwardly we're clean, and outwardly we're clean we can be the, the the people of god he wants us to be amen i'm excited for what god is doing we're off to a great start this year we need to make sure that we're still things are good on the outside but also on the inside right and then we can be well balanced and and, and let god use us in a mighty way amen god bless you all tonight you're dismissed in jesus name